So hi, welcome to Good Noise Podcast with Cool. We're gonna ask them some questions today. I'm gonna start. So what inspired you guys to start the band and what does the band name mean? <clears throat> uh the well I started like as a solo project last year when I moved to Madison because I just was recording a lot and uh, my band really at the time just wasn't really trying to like write that fast, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh so I was just like doing a solo project and uh Andrew actually produced both records that I did with uh, my old band so like we already had like like studio chemistry and then yeah. he won he moved up to Madison too and we just started doing stuff it's easy to send stuff back and forth with the internet and stuff so it's been yeah, he, really nice yeah he has like a ton of demos that he would always send me over and I'd be like oh yeah let me mix this for you and then like yeah like he'd mentioned he was in this band called middle-aged overdose and one of my old bands had like played with him and then he had messaged me through Instagram and I didn't see it for like two years or something. (laughs) And, uh, yeah. And then we just started like doing stuff back and forth. He was always writing solo stuff and then, yeah, studio chemistry basically. And then when I had moved up here, we were just working on like different side projects. And then I'd ask him if I could just hop on the cool stuff with him and do drums and do production and stuff like that. So yeah, kind of the rest is history, honestly. Okay. And the band name, did you say the band name? Oh, uh, the band name is like this, uh, me rearranging my first name. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. It's kind of cool, though. Ouch. (laughs) (laughs) I set myself up for failure with that name, I swear. Puns. <laughs> like, I can't even say cool anymore without just cringing a little bit. Right? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I want to get more creative. Yeah. Oh god. Well, it's. it's I was gonna say it's cool, anyways, but never it's mind. It's kind of cool okay. though. It's kind of cool though. <laughs> it's okay. Um. So, congrats on your newest release. Keep up. Lose everything. How do you feel the response to the album so far? It's crazy. It's good. It's good. Uh, it's hard to gauge it, like, online. I mean, you can, like, see streams and stuff, which is not, like, I don't know. We we didn't get to tour or anything, like, before we dropped. Like, I played one solo show with a laptop, la- like, last year before everything happened. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, I didn't get to get, like, you know, my name out there as much as I wanted to with this project. Mm-hmm. And then I found Twitter, which is awesome. Like, I had a Twitter for since, like, 2012, but... I neglected it because I don't know how to use social media. And, like, for, like, ever since quarantine, I've just been being active there and, like, finding the coolest DIY bands Mm -hmm. all over the place. And Mm -hmm. they actually interact with you instead of seeing a post three days later on Facebook and not wanting to (laughs) comment on it and be a – everybody think you're weirdo. (laughs) Yeah, like – how I felt with it, sorry. How I felt with like the whole release of everything is my mom really likes it. I know that for a fact. Oh, that, that's, a that's good. That's yeah. Good. No, that's the Facebook. Uh, that's that's the power of Facebook is when your grandma and your mom are always commenting on stuff. But yeah, <laughs> Luke always Luke always takes care of all the Twitter stuff. So um, yeah, like just looking at it, we released it through Chillwave, which is a YouTube uh, page, and it seems like the response to the individual tracks have been good. And then with our music video, that's a little bit of a like a mix because we have this long intro at the beginning. I don't know if you guys have seen it yet, but people kind of are uh, saying that that might be why <laughs> people are yeah like disliking it. But 
I love it. It's a. I've been really happy with everything. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I got, that matters. I got two inside my own head, and I was just like, I just want something to make it stick out, mm-hmm. and it turned out to be a minute long techno interlude with uh, <laughs> a podcast of uh, uh, you know Greg Gordon. I don't think so. Uh, he's just some. Uh, he's a DIY dude from Indiana, and uh, he he has a podcast called Demo Listen. And uh, back in the day, like two years ago, yeah, it was like two sent, years ago, yeah, yeah, not back in the day. Uh, <laughs> I sent I sent him I sent them our new record, and they played it on there and just ripped my band apart. It was it was awesome. <laughs> like listen to like this middle aged dude get like really mad about how oh my bad God. my band was. That's horrifying. <laughs> you know, what? I would cry. <laughs> so I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't not use the sample in a song. Yeah. Though, you know? yeah. I, yeah. Ripping DIY bands apart is the only thing I'm scared of doing on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that is the only I, thing it, I'm afraid of. They, that podcast is still going strong too, and I don't think they ever really. I mean, they do give stuff like positive reviews, like when it's like <laughs> the '90s hardcore feel of whatever they're looking for. I don't know. But what they. They're, it's called demo listen so like they don't really just put a genre label on it or anything yeah and they just like to rip yeah. stuff apart i mean same here I got it, yeah. but i try to not rip the diy stuff apart because then everybody gets butt hurt and i'm like oh no no for sure I, it wasn't it definitely wasn't like a butt hurt thing yeah I, okay. I, I didn't care honestly i'd rather have somebody rip my band apart than be like not even pay attention to it that's yeah. completely valid that's yeah valid. i get yeah. that uh, Gloria and I thought your album name was actually just like what your name was as like an yeah. acronym. Yeah, I thought it was. I mean, it kind of was. It kind of oh. is. I I like to do that kind of crafty stuff. Okay. All right. Uh, so, is there any meaning behind the album name or cover art? Um, you can do the album name. I can talk about the album art. Um, yeah, you can go with the album art first. Okay, so the album art, basically, I think it's pretty self-explanatory um, with, like, wearing the masks and everything with the whole mask mandate and uh, the county we're that we're in. We're not anti-mask. Okay, no, wear it. Yeah, wear a mask. I don't... Can I swear? Is that a yeah. thing I can do? Yeah, yeah. I don't know why the fuck people don't wear them, to be completely honest. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah, so I was just like, you know, what's one way of really putting my opinion out there? Put it on the fucking album art so people can just see it right away no yeah. questions asked like this is how we feel about the pandemic mm-hmm. um and we wrote it throughout the pandemic so it kind of ties into like our personal beliefs and like the time that we were in and um i ended up going on like royalty free like image stuff and ended up finding that picture and i was like oh this is perfect so it was a lady from russia i believe that she was on there and i ended up messaging her asking her if i could just use this and like as my band's album and she's like oh yeah absolutely she's like don't even worry about crediting me like whatever I was like, okay. So we just took it. I sent it over to Luke and he was like, oh yeah, this is amazing. And then we just messed around with fonts. Um, I do Photoshop and everything. Yeah, Photoshop. But um, yeah, I just ended up making all that up. And then it just kind of tied in with, yeah, it just ties in with the times more more than anything. So. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the name more or less just, I don't know. I, I just... I don't know, feel overwhelmed with trying to do like, you know, social media stuff while writing songs, while doing all this stuff. Like being a band, you have to like, to be even moderately successful, you have to do so much stuff. And it feels like I'm just keeping up up with everything, you know? Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, 
I kind of just went with the acronym, but yeah, I don't know. And then like starting starting over with my band name, like I had like a good like not a big following with my old band, but like you know like a hometown following and like kind of just like nip that in the bud to like try something new, you know. And that's when the pandemic hit, and I was just gonna like start to you know network through Twitter and like you know actually talk to venues instead of you know I don't know how you tour through facebook like (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so i'm just like anxiously waiting for shows to come back so i'm not like you know 30 years old trying to play shows in basements (laughs) although i definitely will of course yeah (laughs) why not why not so uh can you guys tell me about your writing process for this album um i i basically put out a rough draft to Andrew and like I use uh garage band like built-in drums and like they're not they're not terrible but like they're not the most like personal or like you know unique and he definitely puts like a really big flair on the drums and the song structure like all the super sweet parts with like the stopping of all the guitars and just like the bass and like drums and vocals and stuff like those are all his ideas and like it's been really cool like back and forth like I was in bands with like four people with like, you know, nobody really wanted to contribute that much. But now I got one person that like sent me back an entire song, you know. Like, is this good? Like, like, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, he basically would just like demo out. Yeah, he'd like demo out everything. And then I listen. I mean, this dude sends me folders. If you guys ever had like four hours just to sit and listen to demos, you can oh hear half of what this guy sent me. My oh Google my Drive, my yeah. Google Drive is like we got like three, four albums just ready to go, basically. Man. Um, yeah, he sends me a bunch. Like, so he'll send me yeah rough drafts. So he'll, he'll do like the drums and everything, and then I put it into my DAW, my program, and then I'll just like get an idea on like air drum and stuff, and I'll just like kind of write stuff out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just kind of cut and paste around things and, um, yeah, song structure wise. And I'm like a, in the heart, like metalcore kid. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you can see, I'm wearing a code orange shirt. As you should. Oh, yeah. 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 They got a live stream tonight too. I'm pretty stoked about that, but code orange, I'm super inspired by them. Cause they're, they're basically just like, just put anything anywhere and it'll work for them. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's kind of like what I was doing. I was like, why not try and just move things around? Like, what's it going to hurt? Um, and yeah, normally it just kind of comes out to him being like, holy shit, this is so fucking good. But I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever. But like, <laughs> yeah, it. that's literally our songwriting process. Just let Luke be Luke and mm-hmm. he lets me be me. And we yeah. come back together and then we kind of talk about things or we leave it as is, sit on it for a while and come back to it if we have any ideas. Okay. Yeah, because that's the one bad thing about always writing and indulging in your own demos you just you get burnt out and you have to like mm-hmm. <laughs> just chill for a little bit and i i hate how awful like it makes like i feel during that you know mm-hmm. and i try to force myself to do something and i just end up sitting at the computer like listening to a podcast or like <laughs> i <laughs> felt that on hard. so many levels god damn <laughs> <laughs> um so what song on this album took the longest to write and then what is your favorite um, oh, that's a good question. I know really we came up question. with ourselves. <laughs> the longest to write. He writes stuff so fast. I wish I. I can tell you which one took 
three songs that took the shortest. I sure. <laughs> we'll flip the question. I can tell you the three songs. So we had we have nine songs total. We had six ready to go. We ended up dropping one because it just to me it didn't really match, and he agreed with me. Um, and then he popped out three more just like that, and he was like, "Yeah, I think these three would work." So temp agency, uh, temp, temp agency reject, lose everything, and static. Those three are right right after each other. Those came like that. And honestly, um, those are like my favorite on the record. It's yeah, like weird yeah. How like the quickest songs you write? That's like I like I like to just like sporadically record, or I don't even know if it's sporadically, but just like just just jam, you know, mm-hmm. on a DAW, yeah. and just like record everything. It's basically, yeah. All. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. Anyway. I guess I guess I could say maybe uh, I don't dream probably took the longest because we sat on that one for a minute before we released it and really knew that definitely. that was the one we wanted to put out and that definitely molded the mixes for the other songs too yeah like how we want everything sonically to sound exactly yeah, that one was like the basically the borderline and like the template for everything so when he would record guitars i would use the same template that we used for the i don't dream session and just put them in put them in put them in so everything sonically sounded the same it was easy for me. I just got on my computer for an hour and I was like, boom, another song, get it out. <laughs> Send it over. Literally just yeah. shitting them out at this point. Yeah. We're, yeah. we're a very productive E band with no marketing skills at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Well, you could all use right. that, all that extra time. Make Andrew start promoting. I did. I'm trying to, but he's just, he's anti Twitter. I don't know. I am. I can yeah, stay away from it. Though. Stay away no, from it. I, dude, I. I find myself going in and out of it and I like neglect it for days and I'm like, shit, I don't know how people stay so consistent with it. We don't know consistency. Uh, we just yeah. do whatever we want. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Tweet when we feel like it, answer DMs when we feel like yeah, it. Yeah, when you guys feel like it, you'll just get uh, Lily from Beach Bunny on yeah. there. Oh. <laughs> Wanna come on the pod? And she's like, sure. <laughs> <laughs> my old band actually played with uh beach bunny uh oh two God. years ago in a backyard in schaumburg that's that so cool and the, the cops showed up three times because there's oh. so many people there <laughs> that is very it cool. was like literally right before they like started blowing up yeah yeah, yeah. it's all that's crazy <laughs> yeah i'm really good friends with uh jonathan the drummer Oh, that's awesome! That's yeah. really yeah. Really he's cool. he's a drummer and like singer in uh, another band called Mount Patono from mm-hmm. Elgin. They're Ooh. really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, solid. So, can you tell me where your headspace was while creating this album? Um, I guess just getting to a better situation and looking back at how aimless and just destructive i was living before like before i moved to madison i was living in a punk house and like it was i lived there for two years and like the first year was cool like the house was like intact and like uh we were starting to throw shows and stuff and then it just went started going downhill and just i don't know i felt myself getting weirdly distant away from like my roommates and stuff like that and i was just like oh i don't know what it is it's just like my hometown you know typical pop punk band bullshit mm-hmm. but i did get away and now i'm in madison and it's nice it's not, I like just looking back just i could have been doing so much more with my time i don't <laughs> yeah <laughs> so this is just me releasing my frustration about that yeah, yeah that's good. <laughs> um, solid. so this question should be like super super quick off the top of your head 
I want you to describe this album for new listeners in three words. Both of you have to do it. Yeah, both of you. Easy core revival. We'll so take the hyphen out of easy core. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Super fucking sick. I like that one. <laughs> That's my favorite. Yeah, yeah. Uh, solid, solid. Cool. So, you guys released two albums this year. How how do you do that? Because a lot of bands usually release like one album every two years, but you guys said no, no, no. We're gonna reverse that and release two albums in hey. one. I what? Trust me, we got another one coming pretty soon too. Oh, so you're gonna make it three? <laughs> yeah, we got in a year. Well, I, I'm trying to diligently look for cool, like just bands that want to do a split with us. Like, so mm-hmm. any bands out there that want to do a split, DM us because yeah, we're trying 100%. to. Hundred percent. All right. I'm just wow. out there, and I, yeah. Mm. All right. So I don't know how else to get out there right now, you know? Yeah. I'm just recording split. more music. Jesus. And honestly, I wanted to like release them all as singles, you know, because I don't know how to get Spotify listeners or like, you know, or just you know streams. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you have to tour and stuff, which you can't do right now. <laughs> uh-huh. Or you could like just sink money into ads, and I'm just like, Ugh, I don't want to do that. It feels so just yucky. I'd rather. Yeah. That's fair. Rather take the long route, I guess. Mm-hmm. That's completely valid. Yeah. Whenever people sink money into it, it typically doesn't work out. I've seen a couple of yeah, our friends just... do it, and then it just goes. They had like thousands of monthly listeners, and they stopped putting money into it, and they're back to like double digit monthly listeners. It's and such like... a fabricated fan base that yeah. you don't even like. It's like to the point where like numbers don't even matter. Like, like we don't even translate have anywhere else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, no, yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't know why you would do that. Like, it's it's great that your song has thirty thousand listeners, but you still got two hundred followers on Twitter. It's not adding up. Oh, dude, mm-hmm. I have a couple bands I know from even like here in Madison that like do that like like literally like thirty thousand fucking Spotify listeners, but like nobody at at the shows i'm like what like yeah, it doesn't, how does this not translate it doesn't yeah. translate because they're paying for it all um yeah. so i know you guys literally just released this album what can you tell us about this album that's apparently on the horizon and the split yeah. like <laughs> <laughs> all right so here's here's the track list kind of for the new one wait we have yeah <laughs> we got eight songs right here that are just demoed out and i'm pretty oh sure God. we got possibly two more that i have right here um yeah we got we got a bunch going like i said this if you have four hours you can listen to half of what this guy sent me i need i need a lot of attention yeah no yeah i wouldn't suggest it <laughs> yeah no it's just um he kind of puts he kind of puts my ass in gear on some things because he'll put he'll put so much out and i'm like damn some days you know, I just want to listen to like what we made. And then I'm like, well, hold on. When we make something new, I listen to that like a hundred times a week. Like literally, I'm not even under exaggerating or over exaggerating. I listen to it so much. And I'm like, I always get so stoked on like the new things that he comes out with and like the boundaries that I'm able to push like for myself production wise and like drumming, not so much. Like when I do my drum tracks, I keep it very like straight, like nothing too crazy. I say that. I'm gonna save that for when we play live because at our practices I go, I go absolutely nuts because it's just fun. But yeah. Um, yeah, just from from that standpoint, it's it's always nice to just kind of have like new things always constantly coming because with the pandemic going on right now, that's all you have to do. 
Mm-hmm. That's all you really can do. Like I see bands doing all these streams now, selling tickets, doing that, which is good. You know, that's another that's another like element to just kind of this whole thing that we never even could have thought about. Like, oh, who would have thought that streaming concerts would have been the next thing instead of just actually going to concerts? Mm-hmm. Um, Twitch being a big thing, and I I stream on Twitch all the time, just like playing video games and stuff. But bands doing it now, that's really cool. I've always seen kind of on like just chatting or whatever i think is what it is people will be like making beats or mixing their music or whatever and i think that's just that adds another element and a personal um just like yeah like the only word i can think of is element a personal element to this side of this pandemic that no one could have predicted and i think it's the only thing that you can do is just keep keep on keeping on and make music videos streams do stuff like this which i appreciate you guys wanting to talk to us thank you um of course and yeah yeah, just writing. That's all you really can do because it can't get any personal from my camera to yours at this point. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I also yeah. feel like, I don't know, it's a lot of luck to just get it being a successful band. Like, not that the bands that like are successful are just successful because they're lucky, but like, I don't know, like, I don't know, it seems so unreachable sometimes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Because, like, what even what even is a successful band, you know? I, don't know. <laughs> I have, like, conversations about this all the time. Like, what even constitutes it, you know? As long as you're happy with what you're writing. Yeah. Yeah, my biggest thing was, like, I felt successful in, like, being in a band if I could actually show it to people. Mm-hmm. Um, like, and be there and listen to it with them. This is the first project that I've ever been able to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, every other band that I've been in are little side things that I do. I'll like send a link to somebody or like, I'll be like, Hey, I came out with this new song. Uh, I'm going to leave the room though. Cause I don't want to yeah. be here and listen to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So with this band, I'm like, fuck, I'm like, listen to this shit with me. This shit hits. Uh. Like if like a riff's going or something, I'll get so stoked. And like I said, it's never been like that before. So I think I measure my success based off my happiness and Luke's happiness with what we're doing. So I think we're pretty successful from my opinion. All right. Fuck, fuck uh, this, like, you know what I mean? I also, I like like, I also feel like that's why I, I write a lot too. Cause like, I don't know. I made a couple records when I was still fresh with vocals and I didn't really like find my voice as like confidently as I do now. It's still a work in progress, but like, I, I don't know. I just I can't help but cringe when I listen to old stuff. And like, oh. yeah, like Andrew said, this new record's like, it's good. I could stay in the room and listen. To it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's cool, yeah. It's cool, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I meant to last... not. What? Not for the last couple of questions. Corey's oh, yeah, question. homie, I still got one. Oh. All right. <laughs> um, so where do you guys see the band in the next five years? Mm. Hopefully touring. That'd yeah. be good. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah, I never want to... Go ahead, sorry. Uh, I'm just hopefully still pushing boundaries and just making tunes, like... Me and Andrew have been, like, making music together for, like, I don't know, like, four years now, maybe yeah. longer than that, like, and, yeah, I don't know, I just want to keep doing it. Yeah. It's, it's nice to see where you come when you, like, listen to your old stuff and listen to your new stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I never like to have, like, goals that far out, because, like, with something like this that's happening right now, you never can predict what happened. Um, so you kind of have to just adapt to the times and adapt to like, if someone's ideas of their life or whatever changes, um, somebody's focus could be different in five years. Uh, I could get a promotion. He could get a promotion at his job and like the time may not be there to do it. So it's like, 
I always like to just look at at least a week or two, maybe even like a month ahead, because it's like, I like to set myself at little things at a time Mm -hmm. and like hit those milestones rather than like the big one, because I would rather the big one. I don't want to put my expectations too high. And then if it doesn't happen, I'm going to feel like shit. Mm -hmm. So I always look at least a month ahead at the most and just kind of go with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've been, I've been starting to try to get better at that because I just get kind of lost waiting for the big, you know, big picture. Mm -hmm. That's fair. All right, so now for the last couple mm-hmm. of questions, we're going to yeah. shift away from music and go straight to death row. Boom. So if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with a drink? Let me go first. Yeah, yeah, go ahead, man. Uh, uh, I don't know what the fuck it's called. It's like uh, cauliflower, uh, but uh, it's like teriyaki chicken, but ca- cauliflower. Cauliflower wings, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, with what, a drink? Yeah, yeah a drink, drink, yeah. Ooh. A blueberry Vita ice. Ooh. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's good. All right. I would probably do... There's this place in... I think it's McChesney Park, Illinois, and it's called Pig Mines. And they have... It's all plant-based. They're a whole vegan brewery. Mm-hmm. Um, I would probably have their quesadilla burger with their sweet potato fries. Mm-hmm. And then, since it's my last meal, fuck it, get a beer. Just throw it in there. I don't even, I don't even drink beer anymore, but I'm going out, so might as well get one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Solid. So, if you could live in one fiction world for a week, where would you live? Not the new cyberpunk. They keep delaying it, so I don't even know if I'd be able to get there. <laughs> I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> uh, I would live in, like, the realm of Halo. <gasps> Probably, yeah, yeah. Which like, one, though? Well... I, Halo 3 was my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Halo 2 and Halo 3. I would just go with Halo 3, the whole story behind that. I would love to good. live in there. I'd be like the Arbiter or something cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, good. Yeah. Taste. Taste. Uh, Dragon Ball Z. Ah, <laughs> damn, I should have thought of that. Yeah, <laughs> you can go to Dragon Ball Z too if you want. Nah, I'll stick with Halo. Halo's my okay. favorite. Uh, <laughs> So I have the honor of asking the last question, and every single person we've spoken to have said it's the most important question. Yeah. What is your favorite color? Blue. Mine's blue, easily. <laughs> blue? Easily, like any shade of blue. Mm-hmm. My fa- Even though I'm wearing all black. I mean, yeah. what, what a joke, right? I'm wearing all mm-hmm. black. So, yeah. I'd probably go blue. Blue. All right. Uh, I just like black, man. I don't know. I, I black and white. I don't know. Or black and white checkers. I don't know. Right. Yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> Solid. Solid. So, as I said, that is all the questions we have today. Is there anything that you would like to plug? Just listen to Keep Up, Lose Everything. Period. Hell yeah. Multiple times. Yeah. Or, or once if you don't like it <laughs> <laughs> um well thank you for sitting down with us guys this has been cool and uh we yeah, have a good nice you. podcast yeah 